killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny, and with me I have once again Eagle Fearless. Fearless Eagle. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I got so lost there. But Ooh. yes, we are back with another episode, and we are diving back into crime after two weeks of uh, conspiracy. <laughs> Uh, for those who okay, don't, well, they can't see, I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> Nash, <yeah>. believes <laughs> <laughs> Nash believes <laughs> he has a conspiracy for this, of course. But Can't today talk. we are talking about the World Trade Center bombing. Now, most of you know the World Trade Center from a very famous event. Tell them, Nash. Twin Towers. Thank you, 9-11. <laughs> but did, did you know it was bombed before? I didn't know. I was shocked. In 1993. I was really shocked. Like I what? was not born when the Twin Towers mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. Um, That makes destroyed. the two of us. Because I was born... Huh? You said 93. I was meeting the Twin Towers with the plane. Oh, no, no, no. I, no. Was, I was in my mother's stomach while that <laughs> happened. <laughs> I was born two months later. Yo, 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 yo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Wait. So you weren't born for this one? No, the 1993 That's one. That's what I'm yes. saying. Yeah. Definitely. W- w- were you born in 1998? Yes. I'm a genius. I totally <laughs> guessed that. <sighs> yep. Go Nash. Okay, so the World Trade Center bombing of 1993. Now, I've been to the Twin Towers where they have the memorial. It's now called Ground Zero. They have these two yeah. massive fountains that go the perimeter of the building to, and every person who died's name is carved into the fountain. That's cool. Yeah. Also, if you didn't know, on 9-11, there were not two planes that crashed. There were four planes that crashed. Yeah, two into the out. Twin Towers, one into the Pentagon, and one got shot down. But they believed it was on its way to the White House. Because uh, they had figured out what was happening by that point. So, White House down. The bombing of 1993 was a terrorist attack in New York City on February 26, 1993 in which a truck bomb exploded in a basement-level parking garage under Mm. the Mm. World Trade Center. Six people were killed and more than a thousand were injured in what was at that time the deadliest terrorist attack on U.S. soil, Mm. while they were very wrong. So, more into the attack, the World Trade Center bombing plot began in the months before on September 1st, 1992, when two of the main conspirators, Ahmad Ajar, and Ramsey Yosef arrived in the United States from Pakistan. Upon detecting his poorly falsified Swedish passport... Swedish? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're clearly going to look Arabic and you're going to come in with a Swedish passport. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's really funny. Custom agents detained... Uh, Ahmad and confiscated his suitcase, which contained bombing manuals and anti-American propaganda. Yosef, traveling on an Iraq passport bearing the name Abdel Basit Mahmoud, mm. we're just going with that, uh, requested political asylum. He was arrested from entering the United States without a visa, but was released 
on his own recognizance and allowed into the country. While Ahmad waited in jail, Yosef began to implement a plan that allegedly aimed at toppling the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center. On October 1st, he moved into a rented room in the Little Egypt section of New Jersey and with another conspirator, Mohammed Salameh. Yes. Right. The plotters purchased bomb-making materials and stored them in a locker rented by Muhammad. On January 1st, 1993, Muhammad also rented a garage apartment in Jersey City for the for use as a bomb factory. Over the next several... You really don't know what your neighbors are doing. I'm just saying. Yo. Over the next several <laughs> weeks, the ground assembled a 1.500 pound or 100 and not 100, 680 kilogram bo- Damn! 680 no, I, kilos! I, I, I. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit mad. That's extreme. Yo, 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 yo. Okay. Yo. I, okay. W- w- did they do this thing <laughs> where it blew up or were they doing this thing at their house where they were? No, so I think they made it and then they put it in the truck. Then they drove the truck. Yo, 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 yo. So they truck. Because they yeah. wouldn't have been able to just every day go into the parking lot and build it. I feel like that would have been suspicious. Yeah. I wonder what truck you was what I'm saying? So yeah. Muhammad went on scouting missions to the World Trade Center. Yosef called an associate, Iyad Ismail, who arrived in New York just days before the bombing. On February 23, 1993, uh, Muhammad rented a van which he reported stolen two days later in order to establish an alibi. The men purchased several tanks of hydrogen gas mm-hmm. and loaded them into the bomb-laden van to magnify the power of the explosion. Mm-hmm. In the early morning hours of February 26, uh, Mah- another conspirator, I, I cannot <laughs> pronounce that name, I'm sorry, filled the yep. gas tanks of his car and rented van. Yosef and the other conspirators then drove to Lower Manhattan. The van was left in the parking garage of the World Trade Center complex at 12.18 p.m. The explosives detonated, opening a blast crater six stories deep and 200 feet wide. Within hours, Muhammad went to the rental agency to claim his deposit for the stolen van and he was told to return later. Ismail fled to Jordan, and Yosef, the mastermind of the operation, was hmm? on a flight hmm? back to Pakistan that evening. Hmm? By the time Yosef had left the country, authorities had already received more than 50 phone calls claiming responsibility for... Why are you claiming responsibility for something you didn't... Okay, it's fine. For the bombing, as well as a handful of fake bomb threats at targets throughout New York City. With few leads, the initial suspects included... Libyan leader, um, you can yeah. say that, Muhammad al Qaddafi. I'm so sorry. Fine, we'll stick to that al Qaddafi. And Iraqi President um. S- Saddam Hussein. Hmm? Mm-hmm. He seemed the most likely candidate as the bombing took place on the second anniversary of his defeat by U.S. forces. So it's personal. Hey. So into the trial and investigation, within two days of the bombing, the FBI uncovered a charred and mangled piece of the van's 
identification number. This yeah. number then led authorities to the rental agency in Jersey City, and on March the 4th, when Muhammad returned to claim the refund on his deposit, the FBI dun, dun, arrested dun. him. The rental agreements in Muhammad's pocket bore traces of bomb residue as well as the address of the Jersey City apartment. At the apartment, authorities found another roommate, Abdul Raham Yassin, (laughs) who led them to the bomb factory. Yassin, who who was not taken into custody, left the country the next day heading for Iraq. Badly. Uh, then the very long name one we tried to pronounce the conspicuator that I can't mm-hmm. pronounce. He fled New York to Saudi Arabia. He was arrested in Egypt on the 10th of March, the same day. Nidal Ayad, another conspirator, how many people were involved, was hey, arrested hey. in New Jersey. With Yassin in Iraq and Yosef still at large, the federal grand jury in Manhattan handed down an 11-count indictment against Muhammad, the unnamed conspirator, and Ayad, <laughs> and a man named Bilal Al-Qaisi, who turned himself into the police in late March, and then Yosef's traveling companion in 1992 was indicted in May 1993. So that was uh, the person who originally had tried to come in with the Swedish passport. Yeah. The trial began on September the 16th, 1993. The cases against Muhammad and Ayad were the strongest. Muhammad was linked to each stage of the plot through phone, mm. bank and rental mm. records. And Ayad was considered the spokesperson for the plot. Authorities recovered a draft of a... Uh, like a letter sent Mm. to the New York Times from his computer. This document claimed responsibility for the bombing in the name of the 5th Battalion of the Liberation Army and demanded that the United States cease giving aid to Israel. The unnamed co-conspicuator was placed at the garage apartment on many occasions and at the gas station the morning of the bombing. A judge, which was the Swedish passport man, mm-hmm. who had spent the duration of the bombing, duration of the plot in jail, was implicated as Yosef's associate and charged with carrying the bombing manuals from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Various mm-hmm. defense attorneys repeated the argument that Yosef, the apparent architect of the bombing, had duped the defendants who were portrayed as unwitting participants. On March 4th, 1994, after four months, 1,000 exhibits and more than 200 witnesses hmm. had given their statements. The Muhammad Ayad, our unnamed co-conspicuator, and Ajah were all convicted and each sentenced to That's 240 God. years in it prison. Yes. After a two-year manhunt, Yosef was captured in Pakistan in February 1995. Uh, he and Ismail, who was arrested in Jordan in August 1995 were then tried and convicted in the fall of 1997. Now, I think this one really isn't as known as the Twin Towers, but I think that's just because the the 9-11 really overshadows it. I mean, this one, six people died, whereas 9-11, yep. 2,750 people died. So, I mean, like that is like a massive difference in yeah. casualties. Yeah. But the fact that they tried to <laughs> to do it twice... You, hey, that. 
Yeah, I was also wondering what's going on with that area. Like I, I think it's because it's like yeah. this, it's the sense of international trade. It represents globalization. It represents commu- com- con- <laughs> commercial, <laughs> consumerism, that one. <laughs> oh, it wasn't coming out of my mouth. Uh, uh, consumerism, it represents obviously the fact they were obviously upset with the whole f- funding of Israel and p- mm. uh, Pakistan would obviously be supporting Palestine in the whole Israel-Palestine conflict. So I feel it was just a place to make a statement because of what was done in the building, all the international affairs and things like that. Mm. Uh, I just The reason I picked the topic is because I really feel lo- a lot of people don't know it. I mean, I didn't know it till last year. You didn't know it till today. Yeah, yeah. I, it <laughs> was found out as we were doing <laughs> the research. But yeah. uh, I think it is very overshadowed by the 9-11, but that's because 9-11, every 9-11, we have a celebration. There is memorials mm. and things like that. So I think it is very overshadowed. Yeah. But twice... There's some shady stuff that was being done there, you know, some illegal things. And obviously they learned from Mm. the first time because they got it right the second time, Uh, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, 9-11 is the reason there is such heavy security and uh, customs in America. (laughs) American TSA is not fun. Uh, Spoken from someone who has been there. So, I mean, it really did amp up security and things like that. But... Yeah, so we, yeah. Are, we, we picked this topic so that if you didn't know what happened, now you know. So 9-11 was not the only attack on the World Trade Center. It is the second attack on the World Trade Center. Yes. But unfortunately, that is all that we have for you this. Hey. We will see you next time. Peace. Stay updated, stay entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like, post, comment, share them out, retweet, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better.